Hey everybody, this is Kylie Gable. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir from Candy Apple Press. Uh, this week we have a hit. Um, Feminized for his inheritance has been doing great. Now, I'm a little sad and a lot happy that it's been doing really great for Shayla. Um, we both, the way my agreement with most of my narrators works is that I write the stories, they record the stories, and we both sell the stories for the same price in our stores. Um, I've had it before where I've had the I've had all the sales, and, and Shayla, who did a lot of work, got none. And this seems to be a case the opposite way, which, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of good. And then there's also that like jealousy, like you got a sale, I want a sale, but. Um, I'm really happy that it's paying off for her. When it pays off for me, when it pays off for my narrators, you get more content and you get better content. Shayla, right now, her I can tell her, her she you know she's you know high as a kite. She's just thrilled and she wants to do more and more audios, which is good because I have a lot of these collections, these series, and um, she's now pumped enough to to crank some of them out. And some of my better stories are are these, you know, short series. Um, so we're going to continue along with Feminized for His Inheritance, which is a real dark one and a real forced one that comes from a, um, actually a uh, commission that I did a, quite a while ago. And I'm really happy to see it doing so well. Um, one thing about this particular story I wanted you to know is it's done. There are four parts. All four are done. And um, I am I am getting them up for sale on Clips for Sale, and I want clips as quickly as I can, including a collection. Hopefully they'll all be up tonight, but if not, at least part two will be, and other stuff will be coming very, very shortly. Uh, clips for Sale, I want clips, and on Night Flirt, both my accounts and Shayla's accounts. And it's pretty cool. Um, do you like these series? Um, do you prefer single short books? Um, let me know. Also, I, I talked to Jen uh, Davis last night. Um, she was recovering from a uh, vaccine and uh, starting to feel better. She did hit her hard. And she says she's almost got a story completed. And so um, things are looking up to get a bunch more in. So this is going to be a great season. So, wow, I've, I've talked for almost three minutes and uh, I think it's time for that audio. So here's part two of Feminized for His Inheritance by myself and Claudia Acosta and uh, narrated, of course, by Shayla Aspasia. Feminized for His Inheritance, part two, written by Kylie Gable, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Bill was reaching his breaking point. He had been walking on the treadmill for hours. In his legs, they felt like rubber. His calves were aching to the point of near agony, and his feet felt as though they were covered in blisters. He was on the verge of tears and didn't know how long he could go on for. Even if he allowed himself to fall, 
he'd be trapped on the moving treadmill and would really have little choice but to get back on his feet. It might even be possible that he could be injured worse in a more unpleasant way. He walked and walked, sweat pouring down his face and his long hair sticking to his cheeks. Finally, the door opened. Bill had never been so pleased to see anybody in his life, let alone Paula and Barbara. They walked over to him and switched off the treadmill. Thank you, he said, with true gratitude. But Paula and Barbara said nothing in return. They untied his wrist from the handlebars and dragged him off the treadmill. Did you improve? Barbara sternly asked. Bill looked up at her. At six foot, she was slightly taller than he was, and her straight back made her look even taller still. She didn't smile as she stared Bill in the face, her straight hair remaining completely still and made Bill self-conscious of his wavy, sweaty, drenched locks. I, I did improve a little, I think, he said timidly, looking over at Paula. She was also looking at Bill with an unimpressed expression, though it seemed to be marginally more kind. Her hair had a slight wave, too, which in Bill's fragile state made her seem gentler in his eyes. Barbara held onto Bill's left arm and nodded at Paula. Paula dutifully gripped his right arm, and the pair led him to the girly and sweet bathroom attached to his new bedroom. They sat him on the closed toilet lid and pulled the plug in the bath, turning the hot tap on immediately. Barbara hummed and smiled as she poured liberal amounts of bubble bath into the running water. It smelt fruity and light, and the frothy bubbles rose almost to the top of the bathtub. As Barbara prepared the bath, Paula untied Bill's corset. He exhaled with almighty relief when his waist expanded back to its normal size. He had almost forgotten how uncomfortable it was having been distracted by the pain in his calves and feet. But now the corset was removed, he could feel the contrast. Thank you, he said again, but Paula ignored him. Paula reached into her back pocket and pulled out a small key. She kneeled down and unlocked the padlock on Bill's heels and slid his shoes off. He did indeed have blisters from the time on the treadmill, which Paula wrinkled her nose at in distaste. Still, they didn't look nearly as bad now as they had felt when he had been enduring his trial on the treadmill. She looked over at Barbara, who had now turned off the bath taps, and was rubbing her hands together. 
Let's get those sexy panties off our girl, she said. They pulled down Bill's black lace panties together, then led him over to the bath. Time for a soak, Barbara said, and a good shave. Bill stepped into the bath, winced as his blistered feet entered the water. He lowered himself into the bubbles and sighed with relief as a soothing, relaxing scented water engulfed his body. He was having a treat, and he knew it. It almost made the pain he had just endured worth it. That is almost. Barbara and Paula whispered to each other for several minutes, but Bill paid no attention as he enjoyed the relaxation of his hot, extremely foamy bath. He smiled blissfully and flicked the foam playfully as he lay. The two women walked over to him and instructed him. Left leg in the air. Bill lifted his left leg so that it poked out of the water. And Paula rubbed shaving foam up his aching calves and onto his thighs. We'll have to do his thighs properly afterwards, she said. Barbara nodded and carefully shaved from his ankle up past his knee. She took great care as she covered every angle, stroking his leg regularly to check for missed patches. We want to make sure you're completely smooth for your big day, Paula explained, but Bill didn't want to think about what she might mean. He tried to continue enjoying the smells and warm sensations of the bath as the women shaved him, even as her words puzzled him. What made today any different? His thoughts were interrupted by Paula's melodic voice. Right leg in the air was his next instruction and he closed his eyes and inhaled deeply as one of the women, he didn't care who, shaved him, making him smooth and ready. He was almost falling asleep when Barbara slapped his face. Wakey, wakey, it's time for your armpits, so sit up. Bill sat up as instructed and lifted his arms above his head before he was even asked to. Barbara smiled and rubbed shaving foam into his armpits. She shaved his underarms with great care, and Bill even thought he saw a tender side to her in these moments. Paula stood by her waiting with a fresh razor in her hand. I think we're going to need you to stand up to get those thighs of yours just right, she said. Bill nodded, then slowly lifted his body and stepped out of the bath. Paula kneeled in front of Bill and applied more shaving cream to his thighs. Don't worry, she assured him. You can have a few more minutes in the bath to rinse this off. 
and make sure you're as clean as you can be. Bill felt grateful. He had been really enjoying the bath and wanted to spend as much time in there as possible. Barbara kneeled behind Bill and shaved the back of his thighs, while Apollo took care of the front. Carefully spreading his buttocks apart, Barbara also shaved around his butt crack. Can't have a hairy bottom. Not on a sexy lesbian, she said. Paula followed her lead and shaved all the remaining pubic hair from around Bill's penis. We want you smooth, as smooth can be, she said, smiling. When he was completely hair-free, Barbara and Paula high-fived each other and looked back at Bill, who was only now realizing, much to his shame, that his body hair had been completely removed. You may have five more minutes in the bath, Paula said. We'll be here waiting. Then it will be time to get dressed. Bill sat back down now in the lukewarm bath, feeling much less pleasure than he had several minutes before. He saw a washcloth and lightly rubbed his body with it, then used his hands to ensure that his penis was clean and cleaned his ears with his fingers. He rubbed his smooth legs and was quite surprised by the difference. He had always been a bit on the hairy side, but now there wasn't even a trace of stubble in sight. He looked down at his penis, which looked strange now. It wasn't surrounded by pubic hair, and he became aware of a slight itching around his anus, where it had been shaved. Before he was summoned, Bill stepped out of the bath and walked nakedly towards Barbara and Paula. They had a towel ready for him, which they wrapped around his body like a strapless dress and folded it at the top. Barbara took his hand and Paula walked ahead as the pair led him towards his closet. This was happening so fast. Paula opened Bill's closet door and addressed him. Because you're doing so well in your training so far, Lori, we're going to let you pick out your own dress. Which one of these would you like to wear? Bill looked inside the closet. There were black evening dresses, 50s-style puffy dresses, summery floral dresses, sexy short dresses. Bill didn't want to wear any of them, but he knew that he couldn't say that to Paula and Barbara. I'm, I'm sure whatever you pick out will be fine. No chance, Lori. Which one do you really want to wear? asked Paula. I want to wear them all, lied Bill. Now, demanded Barbara, 
Bill walked, began to examine all the dresses while Paula and Barbara waited patiently, staring in anticipation as Bill slowly flicked his way through the dresses. One caught his eye. It was a sexy sheath dress with a slight slit above the knee. The color was emerald, which Bill considered to be quite a neutral color and the length wasn't too short. There were lace sleeves, and the dress was undeniably stylish, Bill thought. This one. I'd like to wear this one, he said, pulling the dress off its hanger and out of the closet. Oh, said both women simultaneously, giggling as they took the dress out of Bill's hands. She'd like to wear it, said Paula. They stroked the dress, then held it against Bill's body. I think it will fit her perfectly, said Barbara. Bill stood as they looked at him, the dress, then him again, waiting for what they would say next. We'd better find you some matching underwear then, and shoes. They had already opened the closet door that led to the huge shoe collection. Bill sat on his pink bed still wrapped in the towel the women had put on him. He looked down at the towel and considered how it was not much different to wearing a dress. He wasn't wearing it like a man does, but like a woman does. Still, he didn't feel too uncomfortable. Maybe wearing a dress wasn't such a big deal he had made it out to be. He stared into the open closet, where there must have been thirty to forty dresses, and wondered how many of them he might end up wearing. Paula and Barbara walked up to Bill and unhooked his towel from under his armpit. Nice job on the pit, said Paula to Barbara, causing her to smile. Stand up then, said Barbara. Bill did as he was told and stood there compliantly as she lifted up a dark green bra and said, You're in luck. This one is just the right color. Barbara hooked the bra around Bill's back and guided his arms into the straps. She walked in front of him to look at the bra and frowned too tight. She lengthened the straps so that the bra sat lower and then nodded. Yep, that's right. Paula had the matching panties in her hands. It's your lucky day for sure, she said to Bill. Matching bra and panties that also matches your dress? It's a girl's dream come true. Bill blushed profusely but said nothing as he lifted his right leg to step into the panties. Paula put him into them and pulled them up around his waist. She tapped them lightly on the penis and said, Good girl, Lori. When his underwear was on, Paula and Barbara lifted the emerald dress over Bill's head and straightened it out on him. Oh, it fits you perfectly, exclaimed Paula, 
looking genuinely excited. Then she ran over to the door of the closet, where she and Barbara had found the underwear. Time for stockings, she sang, and threw one at Barbara. They took a leg each, ensuring to have pulled each stocking to matching heights on Bill's thighs. Look at her, said Paula to Barbara, smiling proudly at Bill's dressed figure. No wonder you chose this dress. You knew it would fit you, didn't you? Did you have a sneaky peek at it before? I bet you did. I bet you've wanted to wear this dress all along, haven't you? said Paula. Bill shook his head. No, of course not. Yes, you have, contradicted Barbara. You knew exactly which dress you were going to pick when we took you to the closet. You've just been dying for this opportunity, haven't you? Bill again shook his head, even more emphatically. But Barbara and Paula just laughed. Paula walked over to the closet she had just come from again before walking back with a pair of purple shoes in her hand. I know they don't match, she said, but they're going to compliment that dress just great. Bill nodded and sat back down on the bed. These shoes weren't as high as the last pair. He was relieved to see, and he thought he could actually manage to walk in them without a problem. Paula slipped them onto his feet and then zipped up a small zip on the side of them to secure them. She turned around and opened a small drawer in Bill's new vanity table. She pulled out a large jewelry box and started to rummage through it. Barbara walked over and helped her. Suddenly, both of their faces lit up. Yes, these ones, said Barbara. She held up a pair of green clip-on earrings and ran over to Bill, quickly clipping them onto his ears. You're not far from ready now, said Paula. Just hair and makeup, which where Wiz is at? Bill nodded again and stared into the space ahead of him. We'll have you doing your own makeup soon, said Barbara. We'll make you a proper girly. So, Barbara, I'll do the eyes. You'll do the lips and the face? asked Paula. Fine by me, agreed her partner in crime. Paula then picked up a black eyeliner from the vanity table and drew gently around Bill's eyes. She was neat and precise as she gave him black outlines and then looked at the eyeshadow for a shade to complement the dress. She found a glittery purple eyeliner, which matched the shoes, and applied it to a soft pad. Meanwhile, Barbara rummaged through the variety of lipsticks, hunting for the perfect shade. She found a deep red and nodded as she walked over to Bill with it. This will make you look like a sophisticated lady, she said. Now, 
open your mouth slightly. Bill did as he was told, and soon his lips were dark red. Do this, Barbara said, sucking her lips together and releasing them. Bill copied. Good girl, she said, then walked away to look for a lip liner and a blusher. Paula instructed Bill to close his eyes gently, which he did. Then she applied the purple eyeshadow. When she was sure that both of his eyes were completely made up, she instructed him to open them again. Mascara, she said. Take note of how I'm doing this, Lori. Mascara always comes last. Bill took a mental note, finding it curiously interesting. Paula approached his eye with the mascara and lengthened his lashes. She did it to the top of both eyes and applied a small amount to his lower lashes. She looked over at Barbara. I have the lip liner here and a matching blusher, said Barbara, seriously as she walked towards Bill. She outlined his red lips with a very slightly darker shade of red. She grabbed a big brush, which had blusher on it. You don't even need foundation today, she said. Your skin is silky smooth. Bill felt flattered. She brushed his face with the blusher, which tickled Bill, and he felt as though he might sneeze. This sensation passed, and the two women stepped away from him. He looked at himself in the mirror and was impressed by how pretty he looked. His dress was indeed a perfect fit, and the makeup they'd applied looked expertly done. Barbara opened another drawer in the vanity table and pulled out a long brown wig. That mouthfit, it's made for a beautiful brunette, she said. Paula agreed. They pulled the wig onto Bill's head and clipped it onto his already quite long hair with metal clips. Paula picked up a large bottle of perfume from the vanity table and sprayed it onto Bill's neck. Arms out, she said. Bill held his arms in front of him and Paula sprayed six times, three on each arm. She did two final sprays onto Bill's chest and then put the bottle down. I think she's ready, Paula said. Sure looks ready to me, said Barbara. Nicole was right. She's a stunner. They took him hand in hand and walked from the bedroom into the front room. When they entered the front room, Nicole was already sitting there, enjoying her morning coffee. Oh, wow, Lori. You're looking good, she said, staring Bill directly in the face. She then turned to Paula and Barbara, 
Good job, girls, she said. I love the dress, Nicole continued. Did you pick it yourself, Lori? Bill nodded, and Nicole tapped him lightly on the shoulder. She leaned over and whispered in his ear, I'm impressed. Okay, that was Feminized for His Inheritance, Part 2. Eventually, I'll probably put up Parts 3 and Part 4. Maybe even next week, I'll put Part 3 up. But they're all for sale um, on all our sites, or at least they will be very soon if they're not yet. Part 1, 2, 3, 4, and a collection. And um, it's really important. If you hear a little whimpering, the mailman, the postal carrier just came by, and that's my dog. Um, but if, uh, if you like it, it's out there. One thing that's going on right now, though, there's a crackdown going on. Night Flirt doesn't like you to use the word teen unless you specify that it's 18 or 19. Um, family stuff is out, which is fine, except I do have some stepsister stuff, stepbrother stuff. And even Clips for Sale, which has been the most anything goes site, doesn't like the word forced or anything involving forced. And not just forced sex, which I agree can be problematic, but even like forcing someone to, say, put on a bra. So, um, hopefully it doesn't affect us, but if it does, just remember there's a bunch of different locations where, you know, we're selling audios, and um, I think uh, we're going to have some really good ones coming up. So have a great week, and I will be back next Monday with another podcast. I hope you'll be here to join me. Bye-bye.